0: Welcome to Courage to Create, a podcast for those choosing to live and lead from heart, soul, and desire. I'm your host, Claudia Whitney, a certified hypnotherapist and life and business coach for women. And I'm obsessed with supporting you on your path to living a more abundant, expanded life of purpose. I believe we were born to go big, and each week you'll hear inspiring interviews from passionate souls that dare to create their bold stories. And it's my hope that after hearing stories of truth, courage, and desire, you'll feel called to rewrite a part of your story that may be holding you back from living a life of your wildest dreams. Hey there, how are you doing? Here we are mid fab What? How is this happening? How are we at Valentine's Day? I don't understand. I've been going pretty slow this year in terms of putting stuff out into the world and at the same time, really serving my current clients. And it feels so good. I feel so lucky that I get to support people in their life. I have a client that I'm helping her and her relationship. Another client we're working on is money mindset and career goals. And I'm supporting my six mastermind women and creating aligned businesses in their way. And I also do hypnotherapy and having some big success there. I'm helping someone quit. Well, she actually quit smoking and another client helping them strengthen their intuition. Yeah. And a few others. So yeah, it's been pretty amazing. And on a personal note, I've been really feeling into my yeses and my no's in 2023 and honoring my no's and making room for more yeses. Who can feel me here? <laughs> well, if you're looking for some private coaching or hypnotherapy sessions, send me a DM on Instagram at Whitney, and let's start a conversation. So this week on the podcast, I have an interview for you with the lovely Emma Hicks, and you get to hear about her dream of picking up and moving her family to Costa Rica, all the way from Iowa. She's such an inspiration, taking the leap, following her desire, holding the desire, unwavering in it, and watching it come to life. So you get to hear that story, and she also shares about her experience with sisterhood, conscious parenting, intuition, the daily practices that support her, the alchemizing that's happening inside of her partnership with her husband, and much, much more. I think you're going to love Emma and be inspired by her story. So without further ado, here's the interview. Hello, hello. Today I'm interviewing Emma Hicks. Emma Hicks Was born in Iowa, where she currently lives. You currently live there, right, Emma? I I do. I do. I thought so, but I just wanted to make sure I put that in there. Mm -hmm. And she's also calling Costa Rica her second home, which I want to hear about. She's a wife, almost married a decade, and a mother to three gorgeous children, ages six, nine, and 12. Emma is the founder of an organization supporting women in their softening called Camp Climb. Check it out if you don't know it. She's also an Airbnb host and she leads international retreats. Some of you might remember her from her very own show, Small Town Big Pick on HTTV, which is so cute. I went and found some episodes and you're adorable on that show, by the way. A little over a year ago, I interviewed Emma for the first time on my interview series, Born for This 2.0. We had an inspiring conversation then. And I'm so excited to catch up with her on Courage to Create today because she always brings the wisdom that nurtures the soul. Emma, thank you so much for being here. I always feel like you're up to new things. The last time we spoke, you bought 40 acres that you were transforming. And now I'm hearing you're calling Costa Rica home. So what's up? I'd love to hear more about what you're up to and the risks that you're taking
1: yes thank you claudia thanks for having me i'm sitting here on the 40 acres this is where currently home is for me and my family and we are getting ready to begin a new chapter of a desire i've been holding for months and months and months to spend this winter into the springtime in costa rica as a family and i actually just found our home I'm working on finalizing paperwork for that, and yeah, it's getting really real. Like booking the plane tickets tomorrow.
0: Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> we're in it. Yeah, That's amazing. I mean, talk about courage to create. You know, that takes mm-hmm. a lot of courage with three kids and you know moving your family. I want to hear a little bit more about this, and I know you're a person that really lives by your yes and no and. Really, you really follow your heart. So when you had this desire, was it just like, yes, let's do it? Or did it take a bit of time? Did yeah, you know? it took a little
1: bit of time. Yeah. yeah. First, I'll say like sisterhood is so expansive. And it was really inside of sisterhood that expanded my having this so that I could believe that I could have this. And it was in a conversation with a dear friend expander of mine. And... I claimed it. Like I'd been teetering with this desire. I knew the first time I visited Costa Rica down in November of 2018 that I just couldn't believe that some place like this actually existed outside of my own dreams. And so it really made it feel possible. But then it was a couple of years later that I really like claimed, like put my stake in the ground. And I came with that energy to my partner. And I was like, I'm ready to move to the cabin sell our farmhouse, and live in Costa Rica this winter. And actually, the full moon that we just had last week was the harvest of the new moon last July, which was when we closed on our farmhouse, moved to the cabin. And I've been holding this desire since last summer to be in Costa Rica with my family Unwavering in it. It has not come off of the silver platter, and <laughs> just staying connected to it every day. And it's big. I was just talking to a girlfriend who's single, and she is going to do on basically the same timeline, a Bali adventure. And I was talking to her, and it's her, and she's like, "They say, just go, and you don't have to figure out lodging." And it was really beautiful, fresh perspective in having a conversation with her just like how much more there is to hold when there's so many more dynamics involved in this. My kids, my husband, it's been a lot. It's been a lot to hold.
0: Mm. Okay, I have so many questions for you. So you talked first of all about being inside of sisterhood and that expanding your havingness. So I just want you to dive into that a little bit more in case anyone's listening and they're like, what the heck? Does that mean like Mm -hmm. being expanded by someone and doing it in, in sisterhood and expanding your havingness? Yeah. Well, first, I had to believe that I was worthy of
1: these friendships, of these relationships that my heart and soul so deeply desired and felt so aligned with. So that was the first step for me. And that took letting go of some old relationships that were no longer serving me that felt out of alignment. And I can remember very vividly. Very, very vividly. This was about two and a half years ago. I claimed these new relationships that were coming into my field, that were coming into my life. And with all of the discomfort, I gave myself 30 days to kind of like just try this on and believe that I'm worthy of these relationships of these women that were just showing me so much love. And they really weren't like, I just had them on such pedestals. And yeah, they're still some of the most incredible, most influential, most expansive women in my life today Mm -hmm. and continue to encourage me and uplift me and challenge me. And those are the kind of friendships I want in my life. Like never do I go to any of the friends and any of my sisters. There is not a sister I have in my life that I would go to with like a problem who wouldn't point it back to me and like have me look at my side of the street. <laughs> and I love that so much about the friendships that I've created in my life.
0: They actually make you a better person. I'm I'm also finding that in my sisterhood. So I'm glad you're bringing this up is like, it's not like getting on board with you and saying, yeah, life sucks. But they're actually going, wait a second. Emma, how did you create this? <laughs> yes,
1: Exactly. And it was really hard for me, especially in my romantic relationship, to keep the focus on me. And he really helped me and really supported me to just keep coming back to myself and loving myself and being gentle with myself and not trying to fix
0: me or save me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you talk about how the women in your life are expanders for you. And I remember that being such a you know, switch for me going from a place of like, why do they have it? And, you know, like, why do they get it quicker? And I didn't going from that to, wow, they have it. So can I, they made it happen, you know, that quickly or easily, you know, effortlessly or whatever it was and that I used to be jealous about. It was like, oh, well they can do it. You know, it expanded me knowing that I could do it and have it and be it as well. So it's such an, a, I think, an important lesson. Yeah, I feel that for
1: sure. Yeah. Definitely align with that in my experience.
0: Yeah. And I also love how you said, I'm just going to try this on for 30 days. I'm just going to try it on. And I often say that with people, like, just try it on, like put a time limit on it. And I think that when we are maybe leaning into our courage or leaning into our resistance that sometimes it can feel very daunting, but to say, Hey, I'm just going to go all out. I've done that in relationships with men, women, you know, family members. I'm just going to be my best for 30 days and see what happens at the end of it. Or I'm going to dive in and put myself out there and post on Instagram for 30 days. You know, I think that's a great way to access it. Cause it's like, it's a bite size. You see the end, you know, it doesn't feel so overwhelming. Okay. So you talked about sister and having this and then holding the desire and you were like, and I just held it on a platter and I could really mm-hmm. see that. And wanted to talk to you more about that when things get hard or it feels like it's not happening. How do you continue to hold the desire? Breathe, slow down and
1: breathe, breathing into the fear, support. There's no way that I could be where I am today without support. And that can be really hard for me sometimes because when the big emotions come up or things are just getting too hard, my tendency, my go-to has always been to isolate. And it can be a really dangerous place to be, me alone with my thoughts. (laughs) Yeah. And just the power of the breath connection to nature. Nature has been such a healer for me, especially in my own unique story of having a really big father wound where like my dad was absent from my life. There's something about nature and the way it holds me and this like way of holding that I've been deeply desiring, like just the masculinity of a tree, like my being praise that so much. And, and then here I am in this beautiful wilderness, surrounded by evergreens and pine trees. and Yeah, it's not a
0: coincidence. Yeah, creating what you need, giving that to yourself. I think there is holding the desire, you know, believing you're worthy of it, the receiving of it, you know, and I'd love to talk more about like, accessing desires So, you know, you talk about having this dream and, you know, going like, I actually want to, like, do part-time in Costa Rica. But even before that, like, what are some of your tools or practices or ways that you connect, you know, to the truth of who you are and to the whispers of your soul?
1: Hmm. Yeah. For me, it's really based off of feeling and, like, what feels really revolutionary inside of my heart what feels like really yeah what I'm gravitated towards where my heart there's just this expansion that'll happen and it's like something that I could sit and like just get so lost in time with and that for me just thinking back in my journey really sitting with birthing camp climb and as far as work goes and I sat with a notebook and journal Journaled for six months until I kind of refined enough to be ready and feel confident enough. And it was all just this like feeling, going to the drawing board, having these puzzle pieces, and just being the architect of this organization until it came into that full body, yes, and moving and shifting things around when they didn't quite feel right until they did. And then I was ready and I was just reflecting on camp climb and sharing about, like, I've always been really connected to my intuition. I needed, I I really relied on my intuition to navigate through life, even as a young child. And I also have been on top of that. And I really like, can see it inside of Camp Climb, where intuition, something greater than me, higher power led me to creating Camp Climb, the first organization business that I've ever created that, felt bigger than me. And I still had some patterns come in in navigating and growing this business that I did have to go back and deconstruct. And yeah, where I can get kind of just like impulsive and controlling in my business and in my work and obsessive or my people please are coming in and like wanting to make sure my team is taken care of and not putting the oxygen mask on myself first. And those are just a few examples. Mm -hmm. But I've learned so much in that journey. And I feel like I'm on a journey right now of just consciously living more than I've ever consciously lived before, consciously parenting, consciously relating to others. And that's really special. Yeah.
0: I'm really grateful for where my path has led me to be here today. Yeah. It sounds like there's a lot of trust involved. If people don't know what Camp Climb is, do you want to just share a little bit about Camp Climb?
1: Yeah, definitely. So it's a community for women. It started out for entrepreneurial spirited women. And it's really evolved into a space for women that supports them in their softening through the connection
0: to nature and sisterhood and higher power. Yeah. Yeah. And so you got the hit. And it sounds like you took your time and let it unfold. You know, let the journey unfold without forcing or pushing and pulling and i just bring that up because sometimes we get the hit and we think okay i have the hit needs to happen next month or it needs to happen you know asap and we get this sense of urgency or i know i do because i get really excited and just the letting it unfold and trusting this hit that you got and you know you spoke about entrepreneurship and i agree i think entrepreneurship is like the biggest self development course you could take <laughs> so, and i just also say that because You get these hits, dreams, desires, and then we act on them. And sometimes we get them and think, okay, now it's going to be easy. And usually that's when the real work begins. You know, it's not always so comfortable. It's like, okay, the dream happened. I got what I wanted. It's like, oh, shit. (laughs) Right? Now what? So, yeah, I just love that part of it. And you're, you know, accessing your intuition. I know you are very intuitive. Are there things that you do to nurture that, nurture your relationship with your intuition and grow it? Or do you feel just naturally, because of the way that you live, you're in tune because you're in nature and you, you know, relive consciously? Mm. It's definitely
1: showing up for myself every single day. Yeah. So there are definitely daily practices that I have that support me in staying connected to my intuition. The morning routine is really, really significant for me. Waking up a little bit before my kids, if I can, and just taking that time to prayer, go to my altar, meditation, a little bit of stretching, gratitude, and then waking my kids up, and maybe going for a walk in nature. But I think what I can share from my last year in being in spiritual guidance counseling. I started that about a year ago. And during one of our sessions, I tuned into those about monthly. And in one of my sessions, she had asked me where I feel intuition in my body. And I felt it like, right? It's like a pit in my stomach. I was like, mm, okay. And then she was like, okay, where do you feel God in your body? And it was like this light cord up and down my spine connecting up to the sky. I was like, feels good. And then she asked me, where do you feel Holy Spirit in your body? And there was like penetrating all through my chest, down my arms, like just this radiating feeling. And so I used to be solely led by my intuition. And now I feel like I have all three of these things coexisting inside of me. And it's like bringing the physical world into the spiritual world. And I can just notice that my senses are ignited more. I think that it's like I've been guided or I've slowed down enough to be conscious in my spaces and really being intentional about creating a space that ignites my senses that I feel safe in, that then supports my connection to my intuition, to higher power, God, Holy Spirit, whatever it may be. Yeah.
0: That was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you mentioned your kids. You have three. I have one. And sometimes I find it hard to I mean I feel pretty intuitive but just the mom brain there's all like when he's around there's just a part of my brain (laughs) or awareness that just is on him like keeping him alive or you know like is he fed like what was that noise and you have three kids and it sounds like you bring your spirituality and consciousness into your parenting so I just love to hear more about how you integrate it how you Bring it in with parenting and and keep that same level of awareness and consciousness in your parenting. Cause I find it so easy when I'm alone. He's like, go do my yoga practice, do my meditation practice, pull a card, read a book. And so just want you to speak more about parenting.
1: Yeah. I love this invitation. For me, it's been possible through stepping away from my work. And I stepped away from my work. Outside of what was already established, which right now for me, what's established and truly is like that work that is in service to the life I want to live is my new time membership. And I get to meet with women every Monday through Friday morning, 8 a.m. That consistency, that showing up, that being held accountable is truly everything. It's definitely one of the big support.
0: I want you to just explain that's a membership that you have for women. And you yeah. you meet with them Monday through Friday at eight AM. Yeah, Monday through Friday at uh, eight AM Central Time, so we'd be six
1: AM Pacific. And it's a beautiful structure that's followed every single morning. And it is a morning starting out with grounding meditation, and then we go into journaling. So I might pull a card from one of my decks. Or I might open up one of my books with journal prompts in them. It's really divinely intuitively guided. And then the last 30 minutes is community shares. And that too is, it's usually we'll start off with a prompt and then we'll see what medicine is created. And that's what I love about sisterhood. I really believe that there is a medicine that is created inside of all of our voices, you know, coming into this space. And and then we get to leave with this this medicine for our day and be replenished. and. Gain insights and receive that connection that so many of us women, I think, are desiring. Yeah, it's
0: inside of us. It's ancient inside of all of us. <laughs> and just consistency and, you know, having a place to show up. You know, you spoke about how having a morning routine is really important to you. And it can be tough. So to have that accountability and have someone guiding it. Yeah, it sounds like a really special experience.
1: Yeah, its it is. It's, It's really special, and I'm very proud of the woman that I am today that can be that consistent in being of service to this membership that I slowed down enough to be able to trust myself to show up that consistently every day. is a big deal. It's a big, big deal for me personally in my journey, but outside of the membership, Last October, I stepped away from all work and I tuned in and was the mother to our children. And I took a lot of naps in October, (laughs) really listened to my body. I really honored my heart. And that is how I'm able to show up as a conscious mom. I also am remembering too, at the beginning of this school year, so last September, I had a really, really strong desire to homeschool. And me and my husband weren't aligning on that. And so I let that go. And I was able to fulfill that desire through every night showing up consistently. At 8 to about 8.15, I would lead spirit school for my kids. And we would answer some prompts, dig in a little bit to these little workbooks that we ordered off of Amazon and just 15 minutes and i had so much fun with it. I mean, like i truly felt like i was playing house as a little kid with my little baby dolls. You know, getting on Amazon and picking out their little workbook and this little prayer journal is really sweet. We've gotten off of that. However, i do feel like there's been some like just like permanence that's stuck with us that's sustaining still.
0: Yeah. yeah. That's so beautiful. Yeah, I think that it does stay with you. I th- it made me think of my son, like since he was one, I started meditating with him, you know, like a minute and he'd sit there and meditate. And so it's just what he knew. He'd meditate two years old, three years old. So like at one, it was one minute, two years old, it was like two minutes, you know, and just up from there. And so now I don't say, okay, it's time to meditate. But now as he's falling asleep, he'll say, mom, can we do a meditation? You know, it's just like, in him now and it's this normal thing a tool that we can use you know so I just love that you you know shared that you were doing it for a while but it's still in them like they can probably I'm guessing and you too go back to some of those practices or remember some of those moments that were shared or learned or felt and that can be Mm -hmm. so supportive now yeah I
1: love that
0: and really meeting yourself
1: where you're at, because I'm like, oh my gosh, like, I can fall in just so like you sharing that story, I can fall into comparison of like, wow, like, if I could go back and and do that, oh my gosh. And yeah, I think even just my kids are six, nine and 12 years old. And like, just this year, like, I just took a stand for what I wanted and, and desired. And yeah, for a couple months, tried on spirit school for 15 minutes each weeknight. and. Yeah, it's having a lasting positive impact that it's not too late, you know?
0: Yeah, I don't think
1: it's too late. I can get in that.
0: Yeah, I can too. I definitely, you know, I I think you see something, you know, we're in the land of social media, Pinterest, even just going to school functions, you know, I was at a birthday party on Sunday, talking to the moms, you know, you hear things and I'm like, oh my God, my kid's not doing that. Should my kid be doing more, you know? Yeah, it's just... um, trusting like stepping back I feel like you've really been coming back to that in our conversation today just this idea of like pausing taking breaths stepping back slowing down taking naps you know being with yourself nature even just being with you like as I sit here just in your presence I'm like "Ah, I there's like an exhale so I really you know feel you embodying this way of life not just Mm -hmm. talking about it, but really living it yeah
1: I haven't been on social media posting. This is really my first, I feel like, kind of re entry I haven't been writing newsletters. Yeah, I just, I haven't felt the call. So it was fun to get out my little microphones and plug in and to be here. And yeah, I want to step in with a new energy. I want to step in with truly just that my work gets to be more deeply in service to the life that I want to live and and being very conscious about that too.
0: Yeah. It takes so much courage to like you're just saying with your kids like I decided I'm taking care of myself, you know, like doing what I want to do and I think that it takes courage and even just like the slowing down and it's so much easier to be busy and to like be fast and to like bury ourselves, you know, and to like just to slow down to really see What's going on can feel a little scary. Even honestly, when you said, I stopped all working, I got a tightness in my body. Like, oh my God, I can't imagine. Not in judgment, just in like, who would I be without my work? Or like, if there wasn't work, I don't know. Like, I just really. I've never not worked. <laughs> Guess is what it is. I've never not worked. And I do love my work. But yeah, I think for me, it would take a lot of courage to just say, I'm not going to work for a few months. And just, you know, that would be way more courage than me starting a business or shooting to make $100,000 or, you know what I mean? I would like dive yeah. into that way faster than slowing down. I so get that. I've never done
1: this before either. Yeah, And I knew my focus like out of desperation yeah i feel called i feel like i feel good to share this that like out of desperation it wasn't out of like inspiration oh i think i want to be a stay at home mom it was hitting a rock bottom in my relationship with my husband and staying in a solution with our counselor that we were working with and like something greater than me speaking through me and getting that guidance yeah. which that guidance that i was given was I need space. And then it was like, okay, how much space do you need, Emma? And this is the counselor asking me this. 60 days. Okay. And what does that look like? And, and it, was, it was something greater than me orchestrating all of that. And I just had that courage to take action on the guidance that I was receiving. And then to be here today. And what I can share. Today is that I made it through. I made it. Yeah. And I'm so happy. I'm so happy with the woman that I am and the woman that I continue to be called into. A uh, question that I heard somebody ask this morning in a uh, woman's conscious community is how can I do less so I can be
0: more? Mm. I really resonate with that. How can I do less so that I can be more? It really is in the being. It's all in the being. Mm
1: -hmm. I have big desires to be up on stages in this next year. And I just know the strength that I need to have in my being, the softness in my heart, the strength in my spine, that confidence and that trust. Mm -hmm. And in that trust, what I also am learning This is like I said, Camp Climb was my fifth business organization that I built. And the other ones, they like were built pretty quickly, pretty quickly. And what I'm learning in Camp Climb and her evolution, especially with the 40 acres here, is that I can trust myself. Like, I really was asked to take this project slow and be very intentional with it. And I had a lot of outside noise telling me to like pick up the pace. Even my team, they're like, what are we doing like this should be on Airbnb already and I just knew and I just I held it I just held it and because of that because I've let this whole process be pleasurable sensational uncomfortable breathing through that Mm. it continues to be that way And that's what I want. Like I want to build something that's sustainable, that can be here for the longevity, because I am tired of building these businesses and these platforms and then like, oh, I want to go on to the next. So it's very rewarding to me personally to be taking it as slow as I am. And it's giving me space to really see what I'm clearly passionate about, which is interesting for i really want to be speaking on stages which camp climate i created a stage but there was no way in my lack of confidence and in my insecurities that i was going to be the one up on that stage it's something i've learned about myself in camp climb and hosting retreats i'd bring on my sidekicks and my first retreats that i was hosting or i'd bring on the speakers and create the lineup for the big annual event that i would host and I can see now that these sidekicks, like these expanders in my life that I'd bring on for these retreats or bring on to speak at camp, they were all expanding me and showing me, like, how to lead a woman's circle, how to do a guided meditation, and like that's the way I want to learn. Like I literally handpicked these people. I didn't know what I was doing at the time. I had no idea. <laughs> But looking back now, I'm just like, oh my gosh, this is hilarious. And even my first retreat I hosted back in the spring of 2019, my dear, dear friend, Morgan Northway came on and I had met her virtually. She had reached out to me and was like, who is this person behind Camp Climb here in the Midwest? We really kicked it off. And I hired her without meeting her in person yet to come and to co-facilitate my very first retreat with me to lead guided meditations. And to lead a public speaking workshop. And now, every single day, I'm leading meditations inside of my membership. I mean, like I could just like start now and just do it. So that just makes me laugh and giggle. and then, like the desire for her to lead a public speaking workshop, like that was so for me. <laughs> you know, when I thought yeah. it was for everybody else there. it was for all of us as a collective, but that really makes me giggle,
0: yeah. That's great. I had Morgan on the podcast a few episodes ago and she's great. And yeah, my husband always jokes with me how my business has been school. You know, it's like just been a learning. I I didn't go to school for this and I'm like everything that I do, I googled, or you know, or I hired a coach or you know, I learned in a book and I love that you can look back and see how all of that happened for you to become the woman you are today and the woman that will be speaking on stages in 2023 what's next for you like what's the next big leap if you care to share if it's not anything that's secret
1: yeah so it's definitely living in Costa Rica for a few months with my family and holding that on my platter the intention is to see what opens up from there and just letting something greater guide me to what's next after that for me and my family and down there really I see a lot of alchemizing happening inside of my partnership with my husband mm. and I have brought on my husband has brought on we have brought on so much support for our relationship we are in a season right now of rebuilding our lives, rebuilding our partnership, rebuilding our work, rebuilding our parenting. And I see there being the time and the space to just continue to receive the downloads, really (laughs) embodying how can I do less so I can be more and just continuing maybe for this quarter one of 2023, letting that be my mantra and just getting clear guidance every single day. I really see the journey that i've been on really since the beginning of camp climb which was in the fall of 2018 i created this foundation for a future you workbook that fall it was the exact practice that i was doing because i was so lost like i couldn't remember that night what i had for breakfast i was on such a hamster wheel and i put a lot of energy and i hired a designer to put a lot of energy into this workbook. And it was intuitively created. Like it did not make sense logically
0: mm-hmm. of
1: why in the heck <laughs> would you be spending this money? This doesn't make sense right now. But I see this marrying of my foundation for a future you workbook, this cabin that has supported me in my softening, and this property that has supported me in my softening, the Me Time membership. I see there being a marrying of all of these different things that are within Camp Klein to really at like a high level, be able to support women in their softening that are like at such a level of desperation. Like there's the bud and like, they either have to like shoot up or shoot down. Like there's just no, like, there's no in between anymore. Like they no longer can ignore their heart. And what keeps whispering? And it just keeps getting louder and louder and louder. Those are the women I see myself supporting.
0: Yeah. If there's someone that's like listening, going, that is me. (laughs) That is me. What, What message would you give them right now? Slow down with yourself
1: in this moment. Have the courage to take a few deep breaths, to breathe into your heart, to just listen and trust that to trust that wisdom that is there. And I was so scared. I was so scared of that wisdom that was coming through because my ego was really loud at that time. So then my ego and the voices in my head would really come in and scare me. And what I know now, because I've created more space and that's what breath does for me. That's what meditation does for me. It creates space in between my thoughts that I was safe to listen to that. And I like made it mean something. Like I made it mean something that I needed to take space from my partner. And then my head automatically, goes to, he's a terrible person. You are not safe. Like it just starts telling me all these stories. So then I get really scared. Mm -hmm. And I actually had a really beautiful experience a few months ago. I went for a little country drive by myself and I got one of these whispers that scared me. And it was He's not able to love you right now. Meaning my husband, I was having a conversation with God. He's not able to love you the way you need to be loved right now. And then my head came in with like, oh my gosh, like I am just like so screwed, like throw the towels in. And then I was just called to take a deep breath, pulled over on the side of the road, grounded myself, looked up. It was nighttime in the countryside here, big, vast skies and a shooting star went Right in front of my windshield. And I got like all of these sensations in my body, the butterflies. I felt like I just went on my first date and I just felt so romanticized and so deeply loved. And I thought when he gave me that message that he can't love you the way you want to be loved right now, I thought I had to wait for so long. And then he's like, God's like, higher powers, like, pull over. And then he gave me the shooting star. It's like all around me, the love's all around me. It's not just in my partner. (laughs) And I have such this fairy tale vision of what a partnership look like. And like that's the only person that you find love in. And if it's not found that person, then you're screwed. And yeah. So in that story, I think there's a lot of courage for you who is listening. I hope to feel safe, honor that whisper. And just be aware. Just be aware of those voices that are coming in. And what I know from like wisdom and intuition and inner guidance. Is that it's never going to trip your nervous system. Like there's actually not emotion tied to it. It's really solid. So if you're having an emotional reaction to it, if your nervous system is becoming dysregulated, you can be sure that that's not your inner guidance. That's not your heart. That's not your intuition coming through you. That's really supported me.
0: Perfect. That's a message right there. That's what I meant when I knew you'd come in, drop your wisdom for the soul. Thank you so much. If people want to, know more about your membership or if there's anything else that you have happening, I'd love for you to share where people can find you. Yeah, I think campclimb.com is the best place right now
1: to reach out and connect. There's a contact form on there. And then there's also our MeTime membership that is open for enrollment. It's a month to month membership, $89 a month. Come and go as you please. And maybe, you know, who knows with this new venture in Costa Rica is we'll see how much I desire to share keep sacred I noticed that when I went down with my family to Costa Rica in January of 2021 I never posted one picture wow that was a sacred experience (laughs) clearly you know where you just don't want to give it away quite yet
0: (laughs) oh my god I'm so excited for you I don't know just hearing your story gives me permission to like dream a little bigger so thank you for that thank you for being here today I'm excited to follow you on your journey, even if I don't see it on social media. I trust that I'll hear about it somehow. And if not, you know, out there on social media, I know you'll be on stages in 2023. Yes, <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you, Claudia. Thank you so much for being here today. If you feel like you're looking for extra support, don't hesitate to reach out to me. This is what I do. I help women get unstuck and move into the next chapter of their life with so much courage so much confidence and clarity. You can head to my website, claudiawhitney.com, or jump into my DMs on Instagram at with.claudiawhitney. All right, here's to taking those small steps and making huge shifts happen in your life. Be well and much love.